everyone. Welcome to the Little Shell Podcast. I'm your host, Gisela. And I'm your host, Catherine. This is the fourth episode of our first series, The High School Stop. In this series, we're going to be interviewing some high schoolers who have taken the initiative to establish their own organizations. This includes both for-profit and non-profit organizations looking to share their journey and any advice they have for other high schoolers. This episode, I get the pleasure of finally interviewing a fellow classmate from my school. Archit is a cartoonist and game developer who has created video games for a wide variety of causes, ranging from entertainment to sustainability to social justice. His most recent game is Skater Gator, where players play as an alligator who skates to avoid obstacles. His games feature his very own art. It is currently available in the App Store and Google Play. Check it out. Archit, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Archit Kumar. So I've been cartooning since I was in kindergarten. And I've also always been really interested in game development. And game development was this lifelong inspiration for a lot of my art and also um, for me throughout school because I wanted to learn um, I became interested in learning uh, like programming, math, and other types of things that would help me become a better game developer. And it wasn't until high school that I actually discovered the tools and the softwares that I would need in order to bring games to life for real. And that's when I just went completely crazy, 100% committed to my passion, and I just started making games for all sorts of um, social issues and nonprofit organizations, and even for just pure entertainment, like my latest game, Skater Gator, is. Yeah, thank you so much for the introduction. So we'll get started. So earlier you talked about how you discovered how you wanted to start making apps. So how did you find the inspiration for your current app, Skater Gator? So when I, this was actually my first, the first project I built using. Um, when I first started making games for real and I initially released it as a web game. So my philosophy with this game was that I didn't want to make a really complicated, really complicated game right off the bat. Um, So meaning I didn't want to make a game where the player would have full control of the character. I thought that might've been a little too hard to program. So I decided to stick with a character who would just, um, for example, move on their own in one direction, and then the player just helps them jump and um, do other uh, movement. So in order to come up with a character who fit that sort of gameplay style where you're just moving in one direction, it's just moving in one direction on its own, I thought of a character who was skateboarding. And then in order to come up with a name for the character, I just thought of what rhymes with skater, which ended up being gator. So that's basically how the concept of Skater Gator originated. And uh, when we're talking about the stages, I took a lot of inspiration from uh, my my own city. So a lot of the locations in the game are based on, are based on my own uh, environment. So for example, there's neighborhoods, parks, mountains, military bases, and other types of things that you could see in the game. What about like just in general? Um, do you normally come like do you normally find inspiration for your apps by first thinking of like a general purpose and like thinking about what you want your app to be, or is it more spontaneous? Yeah, for this for this situation, it um, in I actually thought of the gameplay first before I thought of the characters and art because um, I was kind of binded by my own knowledge of 
development development at the time. I didn't have the full skill set to develop uh, huge projects at the time. I had to learn as I went. So I really wanted to stick with something a little more simpler. So that's why I came up with the gameplay first in that for Skater Gator. And then I came up with the art and concepts and characters afterward. Oh, cool. So this is like more experimental? Yeah, this was definitely experimental because I I had to learn as I went with the with this project. And um, I initially developed this game as a computer game, which was released about a year ago. But it took a lot of extra time to bring it to mobile devices because I needed to add a lot of a lot more content, and I also needed to set up different sort of features like saving and advertising and unlockable bonuses, which took a, a surprisingly long amount of time to develop because I had to learn as I went, and some of this stuff was a little bit complicated to set up. With the entire creation of your app. As you mentioned before, how did you go about kind of marketing that app to people and getting, you know, your first customers to download your app? So I just launched this game on app stores um, about uh, like 10 days ago. So I mainly just started with my Instagram account and just advertised it to as many people as possible. Um, I'm starting mainly with my school so one of the problems right now is that I've so far only released it on Apple, but I um, just released it for Google Play today. They're still reviewing the app, but hopefully next week it's going to be out on Android devices as well. So that way, I think once this is set up, I can go a little more intense with my marketing efforts because um, a lot of people, before before I released it on um before when I tried to market the game, people would generally be saying that um, they would like to download the game, but they only have um, Android devices, so they can't download it because my game is currently only on Apple. So, um, so now that my game is going to be on both platforms, I'll be a little more aggressive with my marketing so that way people can be uh, downloading the game regardless of whichever system they have. Mm-hmm. As you might have described a little bit earlier about your creation of Skater Gator, do you let our viewers know about the gameplay in Skater Gator or kind of like what that app is about? Yeah, so the game is an endless running type of game. So uh, the character is sliding on the screen and he's traversing a wide variety of different locations such as um, neighborhoods, uh, mountains, creeks. And there's a lot of crazy obstacles to traverse and to avoid um, in order to survive. So, for example, in the creek level, there's going to be sharks and construction equipment. And um, there's also going to be bridges and other types of uh, obstacles to avoid or to use to traverse. And in the neighborhood levels, there's going to be birds and squirrels and um, bushes. So... Um, you help the alligator jump over any dangerous obstacles and collect coins while you're skating. So you can try to the stages um, go the stages generate infinitely. So you can try to get a high score while you're playing the stages. And at the end of and even when you're not playing, you can use the coins that you've earned to unlock new costumes for the character. So these costumes are all 
just puns based on alligators. So for example, there's the waiter gator who's dressed up as a restaurant waiter. And then there's also, uh, for example, the investigator who's wearing a detective gear. And there's also a gladiator gator, Crocter Livingstone, who's based on a, for example, like a British explorer. So yeah, there's a lot of fun costumes to unlock. So that's that's one of the uh, most interesting parts of the game. Then when you were first starting off with Develop Skater Gator, did you have any specific goals in mind? Like um, what you wanted the app to be? Uh, I mean, obviously you kind of mentioned before about how it's experimental, but did you kind of have like a vision for the app? Um, and also, did you have like a specific audience in mind? One thing that I kind one thing that I knew that I wanted to do with the app was have a very detailed lush visual feel for the game so that's why in the game I put a lot of uh, effort into the backgrounds and environments and colors because I really wanted the visual aspect to stand out and I knew I wanted to make a game with my own art so it would have a cartoony silly um, aesthetic to it but other than that, the game, uh, like when you're starting to make a game, you you can have some general ideas, but you really just a lot of times you the development process ends up taking you in a completely different direction, and you have to sometimes go with the flow. Although I did, uh, I did the I did have some basic the thematic ideas decided. For example, that I wanted to, the game to take place in a based on my real world setting or um, so that's why I designed a lot of stages related to that before I um, actually started programming the game. And in terms of audience, I thought it would just be appealing mainly to um, probably about around um, like I'd say elementary, middle or even high schoolers because of the cartoony art style. Although that's not to say that other people can't enjoy it because I think uh, a lot of people uh, might've grown up reading comics and cartoons um, with a really goofy style to them. So that's similar to what the type of style I have in my own game. So earlier you talked about how you were, you were tar um, your app targets high schoolers and younger individuals. And I was wondering like what you made of like any feedback or response you got back from them. Um, I got a lot of feedback from a lot of high schoolers, college students, uh, middle school students. And I think a lot of them feel that the game is actually very refreshing because in my game, I didn't include the type of manipulative business model that's present in a lot of modern app games for example where they try to spam you with ads and in-app purchases um, and other types of things that are just meant to distract you and take your money in my game i made the apps made, made the advertisements completely optional so you can at the end at, at the end of a, a run you can click on the uh, an ad button to get double coins so there's a reward attached to the advertising. It's not just in your face. So I think a lot of people found the game to be like very refreshing. And one of the, some of the top comments I've received on the app is that people enjoy it because there's 
no annoying ads unlike other uh, mobile games. So um, I think that ex- that feedback is very important because it it lets me know that about what types of uh, what what the people really enjoy about my games and how I can uh, continue to do that with my future projects. I guess along with positive feedback, I would assume that you maybe got some suggestions from other people as well on how to improve your app. So how do you deal with like any criticism or any other feedback that you get and how it was important in building your work and your ideas? Okay, so of course I did get some feedback, but thankfully most of it has after launch has been constructive feedback. So most people say that I probably need more content and polish on the game. But, and I I definitely was aware of that too when I was developing it. But since I was just developing this game solo, it takes a really long time to get a lot of content developed. So I really just wanted to get the minimum shippable product out before I added any more any more content because otherwise this game would have just taken forever so yeah a lot of people are just wanting some more content they feel like um there's definitely like some room for additions there and i think i will definitely um, take those uh, comments into consideration and develop a lot of more fun stuff so that people are remaining engaged with the game and like thankfully this feedback was constructive um but I think sometimes when you receive like non-constructive criticism, that usually takes place uh, like before your product is out. Like when you, if you try to explain your plans about um, doing something that uh, is going to take a lot of work or doing something cool or new or creative, a lot of people will try to for, for potentially discourage you by telling you about like, how much work that would take or uh, whether that's even possible. So that that's, that's where you really have to be um, strong willed and try to believe that you can finish what you're doing, even though other people are telling you that it's uh, not going to be possible. So how did your family react, your family, your friends, your peers um, react when they found out about Skater Gator? So I had, shown a lot of people the web version of the game before I launched the mobile version. So most of them weren't particularly surprised with this mobile game. Although some of my friends were very... uh, Actually, no. What happened is some people... Because I made the art style and the game look very professional. So you you would probably believe that the app was developed by an actual studio or something. So a lot of people on my, when I was advertising my game on social media, they they commented to me that like, hey, did your account get hacked or something? I keep seeing ads for this game or something. So I said, wait, I developed the app in case it wasn't clear. So um, I think some people were a little like surprised. They like kind of didn't believe that I, uh, I on my own had done all of that. But um, like people who had known that I was super interested in cartooning and other things before, they uh, they knew that I um, I was interested in drawing and I had practiced a lot of drawing. So they were able to, they believed that I had made the app and they really enjoyed it. And 
uh, recommended it to a lot of their friends. Yeah, actually, when I first saw your app, I was pretty impressed with how like how polished and how professional the entire thing looked. Cause I I don't know, I just assumed that um people would just like reuse uh sprites and assets from online. Cause you know, design takes a long time. So um for anyone who also kind of has like an interest in art uh or game design like you what are some recommendations for just like the process of designing art things to keep in mind um especially in relation to a game yeah i think one of the biggest advice i I can give is that people generally spend a lot of time trying to uh like craft something that's going to be perfect or looks incredibly good and they end the process they end up uh, that ends up draining a lot of their energy because they have to make a lot of creative decisions between, for example, like, oh, should I make the character look this way or should I make the character look this way? Um, honestly, I feel like sometimes at a certain point you have to keep your deadlines in mind and you just have to roll with your ideas as they uh, come along. Without, I mean, of course, you need to put a little bit thought of a, a little bit of thought into it, but. You can't put too much thought that you're just slowing yourself down. So you sometimes have to stick with an idea and roll with it. And um, the like when you're you sometimes and also another thing I would recommend is take advantage of what you've already worked for because de- de- developing games and uh, art takes a lot of time and you don't want to really be. Um, starting from scratch over and over and over again. So if you try to find as many ways to save time as you can, for example, if you've already, uh, like you can reuse assets across different stages or perhaps um, reuse some code you wrote for another game or um, like reuse an animation for multiple characters. So it, just so that you don't end up going insane by the amount of work you have. Yeah, especially since like you developed the entire game by yourself. That's that's very valuable advice. So seeing how the app is really important to you, how has your experiences in app creation affected your life? Yeah, a lot of the lessons I learned through uh, app development uh, just uh, teach me about ways to succeed in real life. I for example, about um, not taking, not, for example, like finding something to work toward and just going for it rather than just wasting too much time back and forth thinking about it. And the thing about game development is that like you never know what the pro- like final product is going to look like. That's probably just something that's impossible to predict. You, it, the game ends up evolving and changing in your hands like so much while you're developing it and so sometimes you have to be ready that um to just figure things out as you're doing them and you won't uh, especially when it came to like programming like i didn't know how to develop everything that i was planning to include so i had to just spend a lot of time on youtube trying to figure out tutorials spending a lot of time on online forums where people were uh, all having similar issues and were trying to like problem solve together. So it also taught me a lot about um, having a problem solving mindset 
be more focused on the solution rather than on the problem itself. Um, and these were really uh, valuable lessons for me in both in real life and also for my other projects. Thank you so much for your amazing advice for our listeners. That being said, how do you manage like your time in high school as well as developing your app? Because as you said, you did all by yourself. So I'm sure it would have taken a lot of time. So how's that like impacted your life away from the app as well? Yeah, it was super annoying sometimes because I was just getting really into the app development process. But then all of a sudden I have like a bunch of tests to study for. So I just have to put the game aside, which is which was really frustrating for me because I I was uh, dedicated to getting the app out and then I would have to study for these tests and it would just ruin my flow. But I think uh, like, of course, if you're, even if you're, if you're trying to pursue something like this, don't let it, uh, you should still try to make sure that you're performing well in school because uh, that's, technically more important than anything else but like so school is pretty much the type of thing that I'd say society expects you to do well in whereas your personal projects are the type of things that you expect your yourself to do well in so I think you need to be able to find a balance between like what society expects you to do and also what you want to do and you have to make sure that you're you're doing well in both of them because if you're only doing what you want to do for, and or if you're only doing what society wants you to do you'll be you you won't feel happy so you have to make sure that um you you're achieving a healthy balance of both yeah i definitely agree with like making sure that you're doing well in school but also being able to pursue your own passions outside as well so how do you think that you're going to keep developing your app making skills or skater gear into the future I'm going to continue to pursue game development for sure. And I think um, I'm going to try to continue to do, to experiment with both new types of concepts, for example, new characters and new gameplay styles. And also I might um, try to advance into new sort of technology that I haven't used yet. So I haven't worked with 3D technology yet. And I like just thinking about it is kind of stressing me out because it 3d the amount of work that it would take to make a 3d game is like i feel like it would be like infinitely more than just a simple 2d game especially if you were trying to develop all the assets on your own and animate them on your own it would take a lot of work so it's it's definitely something i want to get involved with but i'll try to have to see how what, how much is actually possible for me as a solo developer right now. Um, um, otherwise, I'm just going to work on developing fun new experiences for people to enjoy with the skills that I am uh, strong with right now. So is game development, uh, like in the future, are you kind of looking to it as their career or is it just going to be a hobby? Well, I think... The, it's definitely something that can be turned into a career, especially since game, like game and simulation development, are the types of skills that can be applied to so many different industries. Um, for even these days, like it's being used in medicine and um, like medicine and engineering and like space simulations and other types of things. So 
these skills are definitely something I would be happy to turn into a career. All right, sounds like we'll be hearing a lot from you in the future. So where can our audience go to keep updated with your activities? Yeah, so you can visit my personal website, uh, tunelanding.com. And I also have a uh, Instagram for my uh, my business, which is um, at tunelanding. And you could also just visit the App Store to find out more about my game. It's called Skater Gator on the App Store, and it's also going to be released on Google Play, hopefully next week. So stay tuned for that. All right. Thank you so much, Bridget. We will also be updating on our social media at the Little Shop Podcast on Instagram about updates on Skater Gator. You can also join our mailing list through our Instagram for future episodes. Within the next week, feel free to DM us any questions that you guys would like to know about Archit to have your questions answered. And that was Archit Kumar. Join us next week for our next stop on our high school stop.